Hello listeners and welcome back to the Blimey Cast. This episode is quite a special one because this is the first episode that I publish from Canada. Yes, as some of you know, I'm living in Canada now after my immigration process and I'm very happy to say that I can help you with your immigration process as well. Do you know how? Well, simple as the fact that I can help you with your IELTS test, with the speaking part actually, because today we are going to have another speaking practice, so you can test your abilities as if you were taking the real test. So, without further ado, let's get started. You're listening to the Blimey Cast. For more information, visit blimeyenglish.com. Blimey English, welcome to another speaking practice. Today, we are going to have our eighth speaking practice. And in this one, we are going to talk about technology. But first, let me tell you a story. Uh, some years ago, I was going to take a physical test. And one of the activities I needed to do was to jump. I needed to be able to jump uh, a bit more than two meters ahead from a standing position and at that time I was not preparing adequately all I was doing was my fitness program at the gym to work out my legs but one day I had the opportunity to talk with this man he was my nutritionist and in fact some years ago in his late 30s or 20s he was a bodybuilder and I was, I was telling him how difficult it was for me to jump because I'm big, I'm heavy, and it was difficult. And then he asked me something that I will never forget. He asked me, what are you doing to practice your jumping skills? And then I said, well, I'm working out my legs at the gym. And he said, you need to do what needs to be done. How do you intend to go to a physical test in which you need to jump without practicing jumping. You need to do what needs to be done. If you're going to jump in your test, you need to jump in your training. And why am I telling you this? If you're going to answer questions in your test, what do you need to do? Answering questions. That's all you need to do. I mean, not all you need to do, but that's a great part of it. Because first, you need to, to study in order to learn how to answer the questions. But you need to answer the questions. That's the thing. Simple as that. Today, you will have the chance to answer many, many questions. Because what we're going to have today is a mock test. First, as you know, or if you're new here, first, I'm going to give you related vocabulary and advanced words for you to use. Then, in the second half of this class, I'm going to ask you questions as if we were in a test, as if I were your examiner. Okay? So, if you're not doing what needs to be done, 
this is your time to start okay let's start with this let's crack on I will start with the related vocabulary first and the first one I've got to you is this blueprint blueprint this is an early plan or design that explains how something might be achieved or how something was built a blueprint is an early plan or design that explains how something might be achieved or was built I'll give you two examples here the first one is their blueprint for economic reform is ready their blueprint for economic reform is ready and the example two I can't see this door on the blueprint of the house I can't see this door on the blueprint of the house the next related vocabulary is this mint condition if something is in mint condition it means that something is in perfect state as if it was new I will give you two examples the first one is you're gonna love this car it's in mint condition you're gonna love this car it's in mint condition and the second one they just bought the house but it's in mint condition after the renovation they just bought the house but it's in mint condition after the renovation the next related vocabulary is this pioneer pioneer this means a person who is one of the first people to do something and I will give you two examples as well the first one is he's one of the pioneers of modern science he's one of the pioneers of modern science example to you she's definitely a pioneer in her field of research she's definitely a pioneer in her field of research let's go see the next one R&D R&D this is the abbreviation for research and development the part of a business of a company that tries to find ways to improve existing products and to develop new ones okay I will repeat that for you R&D is the abbreviation for research and development which is the part of a business of a company that tries to find ways to improve existing products and to develop new ones I will give you two examples the first one is if we want to get ahead of our competitors we ought to invest more in R&D if we want to get ahead of our competitors we ought to invest more in R&D example two that company has a strong R&D team that company has a strong R&D team let's go see the next one science park science park this is an area often started or supported by a college or university where companies involved in scientific work and new technology are based science park is an area often started or supported by a college or university where companies involved in scientific work and new technology are based I will give you two examples the first one is their science park is near that building over there their science park is near that building over there and the example to you whoa that's an immense science park 
Whoa, that's an immense science park. Let's go see the next one. Breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. This can be, first, small pieces of dried bread, right? But in this case here, I want to talk about the second meaning, which is pieces of information, often separated by that sign there, by this sign here, shown at the top of a website to help you find your way around the site by providing links to the last page you looked at. Let me explain in another way. Let's say that you're going to visit the Amazon website, right? So you know, or have you noticed that when you're navigating on the internet, you see those signs here. Let's say that I want to buy a Stephen King book, right? But I will go to the Amazon website, then Amazon books, horror and suspense, Stephen King. So those signs here, right, are the signs that separate the breadcrumbs. Pieces of information that help me to move around the website, to find my way around the website. For example, here, I know that I am on the Amazon website, here, at the book sessions, here, at the horror and suspense section inside books, which is inside the Amazon website. See? Okay, now I'll give you two examples of this expression, breadcrumbs. The first one is breadcrumbs coming handy to show a navigation trail for users clicking through a site. Breadcrumbs coming handy to show a navigation trail for users clicking through a site. And the example two, breadcrumbs are a nice way to look up things on the internet. Breadcrumbs are a nice way to look up things on the internet. All right, let's move to the next one. Breadcrumb navigation. Breadcrumb navigation. So you know already what breadcrumb is, but breadcrumb navigation is the way in which someone finds their way around a website using breadcrumbs using links to the previous pages visited. Example one, breadcrumb navigation will greatly increase the usability of a website. Breadcrumb navigation will greatly increase the usability of a website. And the example two, breadcrumb navigation helps you not get lost on the internet. Breadcrumb navigation helps you not get lost on the internet. Let's go see the next one. Fun site. Fun site. This is a website for people who like a particular actor, television program, etc. I'll give you two examples. The first one is I found a fun site about action figures of Game of Thrones. I found a fun site about action figures of Game of Thrones. And the example two. I was looking for evergreen career information and I came to this fantastic fun site. I was looking for evergreen career information and I came to this fantastic fun site. Let's go see the next one. M-commerce. M-commerce. So M-commerce is short, is the short expression for mobile commerce. 
It is the business of buying and selling goods and services on the internet using a mobile phone. I will give you two examples. Example one, I'm definitely a memcommerce user. I'm definitely a memcommerce user. And the example two, he doesn't trust mcommerce. He doesn't trust mcommerce. Let's go see the next expression, lurk or lurker. To lurk is to spend time in a chat room or on a social media website and read what other people have posted or commented without posting anything yourself. Or a lurker is someone who reads the messages in a chat room or post without taking part. I will give you two examples. The first one is, so you were just lurking on their Instagram posts, eh? So you were just looking on their Instagram posts, eh? Example two, she's a lurker when it comes to social media. Never posts a comment, only reads other people's comments. She's a lurker when it comes to social media. Never posts a comment, only reads other people's comments. All right, now we are going to see some advanced words. And the first advanced word I've got to you is this, contrive, contrive. To contrive means to arrange a situation or event or arrange for something to happen using clever planning. I will give you two examples. The first one is, couldn't you contrive a meeting between them? Couldn't you contrive a meeting between them? And the second one, he spent two weeks contriving this plan. He spent two weeks contriving this plan. Let's go see the next one. Device. Device. Device means to invent a plan, system, object, and etc. Usually using your intelligence or imagination. I will give you two examples. The first one is, he's good at devising language games that you can play with students in class. He's good at devising language games that you can play with students in class. And the example two, there are many ways to do it, but you can devise your own. There are many ways to do it, but you can devise your own. All right, let's go see the next advanced word, inferior. Inferior, this means not good or not good as someone or something else. I will give you two examples. The first one is, this is a new model I see, but it's inferior to the previous one. This is a new model I see, but it's inferior to the previous one. And the example two, that mobile phone is not only more expensive, but inferior as well. That mobile phone is not only more expensive, but inferior as well. Let's go see the next and last advanced word, immense, immense. This means extremely large in size or degree. Immense means extremely large in size or degree. And I've got two examples for you. The first one is, that's an immense building. And example two, this is of immense importance for your test. This is of immense importance for your test. All right, all right. Now, what you're going to do is we are going to start with the questions. But 
I'm going to explain quickly how the IELTS test works for those who haven't taken it yet. Okay, so the IELTS speaking test is divided in three parts, one, two, and three. And in part one, you're going to receive questions that are quite basic. Questions about yourself, about what you like or what you dislike, things that you might do at your home if you study or if you work, things like that. Basic questions about yourself. Then, when we move to part two, you will be given a task card, which is, or a cue card, they also call it that. A task card is a piece of paper with one question and some topics for you to talk about for up to two minutes. But first, you will have one minute to prepare and take your notes. You have that task card and one more piece of paper with a pencil or a pen for you to take your notes. Then, when you reach one minute, they will stop, they will stop you and ask you to start talking for up to two minutes. Then, in part three, you're going to receive more complex and abstract questions related to part two, somehow, to some extent, but the questions now are more abstract and elaborate, okay? So you need to go deeper into the question to achieve higher marks. Let's start with part one questions. And the first one I've got to you is, oh, let me say another thing. First, I will give you, not first, during the questions, during our mock test, I will give you proper time. I will give you an adequate amount of time to answer the question. I will be here waiting for you, okay? So, the first question I've got to you is, do you like trying new technologies? Mm -hmm. And what technology or device reminds you of your childhood? How interested are you in games? Did you like other technologies when you were a child? And tell me, what is your favorite technological device? Mm. 
Do you use the internet? And how often do you use it? Does the internet play a big role in your life? Okay, okay, thank you. Now we are going to part two. We are going to see the next question, the first question in part two. Okay, I will give you the question, I will leave it here on the screen for you to take your notes during one minute. You have one minute to prepare. I will read the question with you and give you one minute, one more minute to prepare. Then I will require you to stop taking your notes and start talking for up to two minutes. Let me just grab my stopwatch here. All right, so the question is... Describe a present you received which was made by hand. You should say what it was, what it was like, who gave it to you, and how you felt about the present. You have one minute to prepare and take your notes, starting now. All right, time's up. You can stop taking your notes and could you please start talking?
All right, all right, thank you. You may stop. Now, we are going to have part three questions. I will start with this first one here. Do you think the handmade goods market has been affected by new technologies in a good or a bad way? And what are the advantages of buying handmade products? And what kinds of handmade products are common in your country? And do you think people have changed because of the internet? Do you think the internet has been mostly a good or a bad thing to people?
And do you think people on the internet tend to be something they're not in real life? Why? Mm -hmm. Do you agree with the phrase, it's better to fix something than buying a new one? And what influences people deciding to buy a new piece of equipment even though they already have one? Okay, okay, that is the end of our mock test. How was it? Was it hard? Was it easy? Tell me down in the comments, I want to know. Okay, that was it for us today. If you liked this, please then consider subscribing to my YouTube channel or following Blimey English on Instagram and Facebook. You can also listen to the Blimey Cast, which is a podcast I made to help people who cannot watch the videos. I see you there. This is time for me to go now and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! You've listened to the Blimey Cast. For more information, visit blimeyenglish.com.